You are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun. And every Wednesday, I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who's being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thank you for listening. If you've been following along for a while, you know I took a little break that turned out to be a bit longer than planned. I did take a vacation, but I missed last week's episode, uh, mostly because the artist I interviewed, his show was postponed. I had a great conversation with Richard Marks, who was set to perform off the strip at Green Valley Ranch, but he's trying to find a new date for that show. Hopefully that will line up soon, and I'll be able to share that terrific conversation. You've probably also been reading The Las Vegas Sun, so you know that more and more venues and entertainment events are requiring ticket holders to get vaccinated if they want to come see a show. The most prominent example of this, of course, is the Las Vegas Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. But huge concert and live event companies AEG and Live Nation have also announced similar policies starting in October. So far, that will affect some venues on the Las Vegas Strip, like the House of Blues and Brooklyn Bowl. But the big residency theaters, for example, they have not yet made that determination. Uh, Those are owned and operated by the casino resorts themselves. The Smith Center for the Performing Arts in downtown Vegas is also requiring ticket holders to do so in order to see shows. Uh, And they are starting that up again next month. But we will keep you up to date on all these developments at LasVegasSun.com, so stay tuned. Cirque du Soleil reopened Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay last week, and this week it's the Beatles' turn. Beatles' love returns to the stage at the Mirage on Thursday, so that brings Cirque's comeback total to four shows with one left, and that's Ka at MGM Grand. That does not have a definite return date yet. But it's expected to reopen in the fall. Beatles loves one of my all-time favorite shows on the Strip, and I'm going to be there Thursday, and I can't wait to see it again. Two other big deal show openings are happening on the Strip this week. I Illuminate, which we're going to talk all about in just a little bit, opens at the Strat on Thursday, and Magic Mike Live opens at Sahara on Friday. Magic Mike, of course, was a phenomenon at the Hard Rock Hotel before it closed to renovate and evolve into Virgin Las Vegas. And now finally, this show will be back on stage in its brand new custom theater at Sahara Las Vegas, which has a lot going on right now. The Sahara's new day club, Zillow Ultra Pool, is setting up to open in time for Labor Day weekend. And I'm going to have an update on that and more Sahara stuff on Monday at LasVegasSun.com. One more piece of showbiz news you probably noticed already on Monday, Lady Gaga and Live Nation and MGM Resorts announced Gaga is bringing back her jazz and piano residency to Park Theater in October. She has nine shows on the books starting on October 14th, and tickets go on sale this Saturday. No word yet on her other residency show, Enigma, but I would expect that to come back maybe for New Year's or maybe in early 2022. So last year, in April, when the Strip was shut down, I continued to have conversations with important Vegas people for The Sun on the Strip, and that was the first time I got the chance to speak with Miral Copy, the creator of Illuminate. Her show, or some version of it, has appeared on America's Got Talent and uh, during numerous uh, award shows performing in collaboration with some of the biggest stars in music. Illuminate is a fusion of dance and technology. The performers wear these LED layered suits 
and the light installations happening during the performance are programmed to match up to the movements and really create some unbelievable visual effects. And all of this was designed by Mural, who is a former coder and computer engineer and a former dancer and choreographer. Her show was all set to open last spring at the Sin City Theater at Planet Hollywood, but then the pandemic delayed that, of course, and then that theater closed down. But she found a new home for the show at the Strat Theater, which has been launching all kinds of new shows lately, and Illuminate finally gets its time to shine there starting this week. I'm really excited about this one because it's just so different for the strip. Uh, just a little heads up, I had to record this interview over the phone because Morale is super busy and I had to reschedule our first appointment. So it's totally my fault. But even though this is not the best quality audio, it's still a fantastic conversation. And I think you're going to get excited about this show too. This is Mural Copy. You guys didn't get to do this last year like you were planning to. You didn't even get to open up before the pandemic shut everything down. And now you have a new home and I'm sure some changes to the show. So what's it like right now just going through that you know, rehearsal process and getting ready to get this thing on stage? It's really exciting. Uh, the team is incredible, and we're trying a lot of new things that haven't been done before, uh, both within our company and then in general. Uh, having hosts intermixing with the dancers has been a fun challenge because um, I've never really worked with comedic hosts before, so that's been really exciting. I think everybody's state of mind is a little bit different now. We've been through so much um, individually and as a company that there's a lot of emotion backstage and on stage, a lot of excitement about having the opportunity to do what we love again, a lot of appreciation for it because we realize how important it is for all of our emotional well-being in addition to, you know, having work. We really love what we do and having a year and a half where we couldn't really enjoy a process or be in front of a crowd or have that energy of live theater has been taxing on all of us. So I think we're just really appreciative of the opportunity to do this again. How long ago did you guys start talking with uh, the people at the Strat so that you could have this new partnership that you're going to be in this really exciting new venue? <laughs> it feels like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Because it happened in that uh, Our manager knew someone within the within SPI, and, and he started talking to him and mentioned how since we you know, we were supposed to open and close, and talked about the show, and all of a sudden, that so I could I could see the show in our in our showroom. What do you think of doing it at the Strat? And so he he Huggy called me, our manager, and said, "What do you think, Miro?" And I, I said, "Absolutely, let's find a new home." And the theater is beautiful. We're, it's, you know, it's larger. We're able to fill it up more. The dancers have more room to to move. So it, we're really fortunate that they have been able to open in a large theater at the end of the day. Yeah, and there's so much excitement and enthusiasm at that venue right now because they've announced so many different shows kind of all coming in at the same time. I think that yeah. really created quite a bit of energy over there. Yeah, it's a much different room than what you were going to be in before, not just bigger, but uh, has a whole different feel to it, right? Yes, it's a, absolutely. It's a different vibe. It, it feels more like full Vegas theater uh, it's more of an actual proper theater rather than a showroom. And having shows like MJ Live before us, a feeling of excitement, dance, energy, you know, it fits with our brand. Having a bigger sound system 
a bigger stage, as I said, more lighting, more, all of all of those extra things has been great for us and for the show. And and you're right, the theater is different, and the crowd is a little bit different in a good way. You know, it sure enables you to do some things with the productions uh, that yeah. you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And maybe maybe you have to kind of figure that out as you go along once you get open to some extent, but. Are there elements of the show that uh, are going to be changed drastically from what you were planning last year? Yes, yes, yes. I had a billion ideas while I was in quarantine about what I wanted to implement, so I actually had the opportunity to enhance the show. The show is a time travel show through the ages, and really the theme of it is about celebrating life and getting lit together, which essentially doesn't just mean alcohol, but then it, happens, it means more about getting together and enjoying life. And so we're taking the audience on a journey through time to different places like the Moulin Rouge or the uh, uh, speakeasy juke joint prohibition era, or, you know, back at a Jimi Hendrix concert in the seventies, we have a little eighties section, even, to, you know, hip hop block party in the nineties. So we're really taking people to back and showing up. Remember how we used to just, celebrate life together, especially after COVID, the theme of togetherness and life is it, even more resounding within the show. And the host tried to remind the audience of this throughout the night and bring, bring everyone together. So in addition to watching this incredible dancing, you also get some personal connection with other audience members and the host. The technology involved with this show is kind of the thing that thing that reaches out and grabs you, right? It's a little bit of the hook of the show. But would you say that it's accurate that like it's really a dance show? Like at the, at the core of the experience are these really talented artists? Absolutely, it's definitely a dance show, um, a comedy show as well. But but I, I used to say because I used to work in tech when I was working in New York as a software engineer at Bloomberg. And then also producing and performing in shows <laughs> on my time off. And I would invite people at work to the shows, and they'd be like, I don't understand dance. I've never really seen dance. I don't get it. And so now I, I sometimes I say by creating, I illuminate, I trick people into watching the beauty of a dance performance because the, the, the technological and visual aspect is the hook. But the real talent comes to the performers and the energy of all the different styles of dance. And by the end of the day, the performance, you have people say, wow, I never knew how much I love watching dance. Um, and so, yes, it really is at the end of the day about the dancers and the host. And the technology enhances that. I mean, you've been through a lot personally and also the, the process of, of getting this Las Vegas show up and running has gone through so many different iterations already. What do you think it's going to feel like for you on opening night when you actually get the chance to present this thing that you've been working on for so long? Exciting. Um, you know, to me, opening night is it's an opportunity to let all the cast celebrate and the crew celebrate what we've spent so much time creating because we get people out there to experience something that we built from the ground up and then we get to celebrate it by, by just allowing ourselves a moment to fix it. And so opening night is always, you know, less, I try to make it less about the risks of the show because it's having great people because it's 
totally higher and seeing what they think. Well, obviously that feeling is something that everybody's going to be able to connect to right now because we've all been through this crazy thing together in one way or another. So I think it's going to be the biggest party ever. Yes, yes, let's, let's party. I mean, let's get lit. Let's have fun. Because as you mentioned, I've been through my old kind of medical issues, and I actually had the quarantine for nine months when I was dealing with some treatment for cancer. And that was one of the original where this show happened because I felt so secluded from what makes human interaction so important that human touch the seeing each other seeing your faces seeing a 360 version of other people and I wanted to remember what it's like to just come together and celebrate life the little things you know and so now now we've all kind of experienced it at a whole other level and so this show is more about coming together, something you cannot experience by watching TV. It has to be the magic of the light and the themes of the show and, and the energy of the dancers trying to get you to tap your feet and move in your, your seat. It really is meant to be a big part of bringing people together. By the end, we're hoping people are standing up and dancing with us because we take them on a journey. And by the end, we have the DJ out with the dancers who is really trying to get the crowd to get up on their feet and just party with us. It's a 90s block party that ends the show, and we want people to be ready to go to a club, ready to just experience Vegas and experience life together again. That's all for this week's Sun on the Strip. Thank you so much for listening. Special thanks to Miral Kotb for joining me via phone to talk about I Illuminate. you got to go see this show. It's at the Strat Theater opening on Thursday. If you want to find past episodes of The Sun on the Strip, just go to lasvegasun.com slash podcasts. See you next week.